Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. And I want to thank you for tuning in on this evening. Today, we're going to talk about something that I believe every congregation should talk about. And I'm quite sure it's on their minds also because it's on my mind, too. So we're going to talk about something. And today's topic is, should a pastor be able to carry a pistol? <laughs> yeah. Should a pastor be able to carry a pistol? Also, we're going to talk about Second Amendment laws. Does it still stand today? We're also going to talk about should a pastor have or need bodyguards? <laughs> and last but not least, we're also going to talk about do you think a church needs security? All that today on The Real Ephraim Podcast Show. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. And let's talk about this situation. First, let's have a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you and I praise you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for keeping us. I thank you, Lord, just for blessing us to see another day, God. I give you all the praise and all the glory. Forgive us for our sins, God. Everything we did and said that was not right in your sight. God, I pray that you would just continue to have mercy on us, God, and continue to watch over us, Jesus. This is a very devastating time, God. So I pray, God, that you would just continue to watch over us. God, I thank you. We thank you in advance for doing it. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we're going to talk about something right now. And I think a lot of congregations should have that talk. I believe that their the leadership, along with the congregation, should be able to have a sit down talk. You know, no collars, no robes, just straight talk, just to get just to get a feel for the the leadership can get a, a feel and can get a you know understanding of where the flock is at because there's some trying times right now. So I believe that the leadership should just have a, a day or or, you know, or a night where the leadership gets down with the uh, talks to the congregation, call a church meeting, call a church service and just, you know, no collars, no, no robes, no this, thou, them and them just straight talk and give the congregation a chance to, you know, express themselves, you know. And see where they're at. Amen. Now we're going to talk about something that's really prevalent right now in the church. It may not be as prevalent to you, but due to recent events, this is a real big thing. We're going to talk about the Second Amendment. We're going to talk about Second Amendment rights. Now we say, oh, are you talking about the gun laws and gun? Because people need to be informed. You know, we all need to know what's going on. I just say stay woke. We need to know what's going on and we need to know the necessary precautions if, God forbid, something was to happen. Amen. So we're going to talk about the Second Amendment. We're going to talk about what it is. And basically, we're going to talk about what is the Second Amendment. Now, I, everyone, you know, they're not a big Constitution fan. And, you know, people are not a... Um, big political person, you know, a lot of people are not 
onto that. Amen. But we should be informed. Amen. And the Second Amendment says, as well, regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Wow. Okay, that's the Second Amendment. That's what it says. And we all know that as part of the Bill of Rights. And, you know, we all know that during that time, in, in that trauma time, you know, a lot of things were going on. And the laws basically were being made for the country. So we're going to talk, like I said, so during that time, they had a Bill of Rights. And they wrote these Bill of Rights for people to go by, a set of rules for things to go by. Amen. And they had to follow them. And one of these, one of the rights was to bear arms. You have the right to carry a pistol or a rifle. And, I mean, it was your God-given right to, you know, to them, consider to them. Now, the question is, does it still stand today? <laughs> That's the question. Does the the Second Amendment still stand today? Because you have a lot of people that don't, you know, there's a big thing going on. There's a big, big, huge war going on right now. As far as this Second Amendment goes, some people say, you know what? Hey, I have the right to defend myself and defend my house and defend me. And on the other end, people are saying, no, you don't. You know, there's a clause. So we have to get it in our minds and understand that, you know, does, I'm sorry, does the Second Amendment still stand today? And that's the question. I did not get a chance to interview anybody, but feel free to email me if you feel as though, um, you know, the Second Amendment still stands. Because, like I said, we're living in times right now where, you know, it's terrible. You know, you can't walk down the street. You can't go outside. You can't do anything right now. You know, as you know, and, you know, the enemy is running rampant. And if the enemy comes to your door, you have a right to defend yourself. If you're out and about and, you know, you don't want nobody to walk up to you and assault you, you should have the right to defend yourself. Amen. By any means. And this people use the Second Amendment as a big thing, you know, to do that, to carry a firearm. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you should go out right now and get you a firearm. And no, because there are a lot of laws pertaining to that if you was to go out and buy a firearm. But I'm saying is that does this Second Amendment law still stand today? And we have to we have to engage and educate our people and individuals on this situation, on this particular amendment. Because let's be honest, you have a lot of people that's out here that have pistols and, and rifles that <laughs> really should have it. Can I get an amen on that? So, like I said, we have to understand that in order for us to carry firearms and carry you know arms or bear arms we have to 
Hold on, I'm having a malfunction right now. In Jesus' name. We're having a malfunction right now, but you don't want to keep on going. And we have to understand that in this time, in this time, amen, what we're going through right now, the situation calls for us to defend ourselves. Amen. Now, we may think that defending ourselves, we may mean getting a firearm or we may think this mean doing something crazy. But no, the Second Amendment is basically saying that as a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms. A lot of people, they, they take that out of context. And what they do is they tend to say, I'm going to carry my weapon. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, you know, and we have to understand that that's not right. So I'm having a little mic issues right now, but I'm going to keep on going because I have to get this message out. In reality, in all sense, the Second Amendment means is as I said, is is one of the ten commandments. Um, sorry, commandments. One of the ten amendments of the Constitution, com- comprising the Bill of Rights. Basically, saying in a nutshell, the right to keep and bear arms, often referred to as the right to bear arms, is a right for people to possess weapons, arms for their own defense. And a lot of times we take things out of context and we take that out, those out of context and we wound up doing something irrational and doing something that we wind up in jail. We're going to shoot somebody, you know, and it trickles over into a whole different, you know, world of just total, I mean, total confusion. So that is what the Second Amendment means. I hope you're ready for this because I'm ready for this too. And we're going to get deeper into the Second Amendment. We're going to talk about a lot more different coming up after this on the Real Ephraim Podcast. Hi, this is Patricia. I am a domestic violence survivor. I was beating over 80% of my body by someone who loved me. Therefore, I didn't transfer all my anger and pain into hurt and pity. But what I did, I transferred it to love. So therefore, I created Von Dora Wine. It is a unique taste of elegance. And it helps you. Through all your difficulties, with all your problems, but all you have to do is take one sip and take your power back. We have a red cabernet, we have a moscato, and we have we can also personalize any bottle for any occasions for anyone that you love. So, if you want to do it and taste good wine, smooth wine that would help you re- relax, purchase. Vondor Wine at Vondor Wine Facebook page and Vondor Wine Instagram.
so you can take one sip and take your power back. And we're back. Now, let's talk about this. Should a pastor have bodyguards? Do you think pastors need bodyguards? Now, the answer to that is easy. A lot of people say that, you know, I have an armor bearer. A lot of leadership says I have armor bearers and they have people, you know, that's praying for them and watching over them when they go out and travel. But does a person need or does a pastor need a bodyguard or let's say an entourage? Now, when I say entourage, I mean four or five people in a circle <laughs> when they walk arrive to the church or wherever they're speaking at, and they have an entourage of people around them. Do a pastor needs a body need bodyguards? The answer is I can't give it to you because my opinion is this. A lot of people, a lot of uh, pastors and preachers that are people that are called by God, they have a past. Let's just be honest. Everybody didn't grow up in Beverly Hills or, you know, Hermosa. But a lot of preachers or pastors, people that were called, they come from the streets. They come from somewhere. So I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think it's an issue to have a uh, for a pastor to have a bodyguard or two, because for one, you never know if someone or someone from the past will try to come and harm them. I'm quite sure you've seen the church fights. I'm quite sure you've seen how people tend to walk up and just, they, you know, I'm quite sure you've seen it or maybe you have experienced it. But I, my opinion, I believe that pastors need bodyguards. I believe that Pastors and, you know, preachers, they need someone with them besides the armor bearer. They need someone with them in order to watch their back. You know, for one, uh, they have someone that's praying for them and praying with them and covering them. And then you have the other person there that's to make sure that nobody don't get stupid. I mean, let's just keep it 100. Because, like I said, everyone call, everyone comes from somewhere. All everyone comes from somewhere, and you never know nowadays. There's a lot of jealousy and envy out there, and you know. So the pastor or the person that's preaching, they may have some enemies, you know, and some enemies may be more physical. They may be, you know, look, you know what? If I, you know, because a lot of uh, preachers. They use social media in order to let them let people know where they're going to be at and flyers of that sort. So, of course, you want to have someone with you that's, um, <laughs> you know, that's going to be ready. Amen. Um, someone that's going to be preaching. I mean, the, per the person that's preaching. Yeah, of course, you have an armor bearer praying with you, making sure you have everything, making sure you have your, you know, your hanky and you have your jacket and all that good stuff, but also you may need somebody that maybe just in case, God forbid, needs that knows how to throw them. <laughs> I'll just be at 100 because you never know nowadays. You never know what people are thinking. You never know somebody out there might be jealous. They might be watching you the whole time. And while you're up there ministering and, you know, you didn't laid hands, you didn't preach and prophesy to everybody in the whole house and the whole, the whole church. 
and then turn around and you get ready to walk out the door and you got Peanut from your past walking up on you. And you know he's from your past because he got that look in his eyes. So you never know what people are thinking and what they're going to do. So you have to have someone there that's going to be watching your back. Of course, someone that's praying for you. I mean, that's no doubt right there. But when it comes to that, you got to have somebody that's going to be there with you. And that's going to be ready to throw them. I mean, we don't provoke violence. We don't, you know, force nothing on nobody. But God forbid something happens to the point to where you need to just hurry up and get out of there. Amen. So am I a believer that a person, that a, that a, that a leadership should have a bodyguard? Yes, because you never know. You know. And we know the biblical, you know, we know the we know the biblical scriptures, you know, wait and you know, watch, pray, you know, watch and pray. We know all those good scriptures. But just in case someone wants to get physical, you don't want to have to raise your fists and you don't want to have to put yourself in you know in a in a in a, in a, in a, in a position. So you have somebody that can handle that already. That's just like in the world, you got rappers. They don't want to put themselves in positions to where they got to hit somebody. So they have a group of guys or they have designated one guy that can do it with no problem. And he's and the thing about this is he is certified to do it. Hear me. He is certified, dignified and qualified to handle the, handle his business. So if someone would try to walk up on you. He knows he knows how to disarm them. He knows how to, you know, take care of business and get you on up out of there. Amen. So what do you think? Should we should preachers and pastors have bodyguards? Yes, I would hope so. I would pray that you have someone that's there that can take that that can do what they need to do. We trust God. We believe God and we love God. All the way, yes, speak in tongues and lay hands. But when it comes down to it and somebody feels like they want to jump, then you have a Peter right there that can jump too. And when I say, you know what Peter was, Peter was in the Bible. He was the, he was a rod, he was the rock for Jesus. So we got somebody that can jump when it comes down to it. Remember when, remember when the, um, when they came into the uh, garden of Gethsemane, Peter jumped up and said, hold up. Where y'all going? What y'all doing? And he cut the ear off off the off one of the guys. And Jesus said, hold on, man. We not violent. But sometimes the people's intentions are to harm you. Or maybe their intentions, maybe you never know to get prayer. You never know. But all I'm saying is to be be vigilant and be watchful because you never know and you never gonna you know you never can be too safe amen like i said we trust god and we believe god and we love god with all our heart and god is a protector amen but he's given the right he has given that authority amen so i just want to say that yes Preachers, leadership, yes, they should have bodyguards. They should have someone that's in charge, that, that can take care of the situations. Amen. 
If you want to comment, you know how to reach. Email me. Let me know how you feel. Excuse me. All right. And we'll be right back. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the real Ephraim. Just stopping by to let you know that just in time for the holidays, we have real men and real women pray t-shirts. Yes, I said it. Real men pray and real women pray t-shirts backed by popular demand. We have all sizes available, so don't worry. We do have your size. And also introducing, we do have cups yes we have coffee cups for that favorite coffee drinker in your life so feel free to stop by pastorcervanteefrom.com and check me out see the merchandise you know what and for the holiday season they make a good gift okay you have a blessed day bye amen and we're back let's talk about church security I am a firm believer that every church, every house of worship, it doesn't matter if it's a, uh, what you call them places, uh, a place where the uh, Muslims gather, a mosque, a church, iglesia, all those places should have church security. No matter what, ascetic, every religious establishment should have church security. I believe that I am a firm believer in that for the reasons is we see that's what's been happening over the years when it comes down to church shootings. And I believe that there should be a church security team assembled in every church for the simple fact, God has not raised no punks for one, two, I believe that every church church when the church security guard well when the church has security it should be very well assembled and well to, well put together to the point to where everyone knows what to do just in case and i believe that because like i said over the years we have seen countless times where church shootings have occurred and you know it was like wow where was the security at or did they have church security? I mean, I believe that they should have church. Churches should have religious. I'm sorry, religious establishments for all the politically correct people. They should have a camera system, a panic button. Um, they should have a point to where they can defuse a situation no matter what. Uh, did I put that good? Because a lot of times we get so distracted. I won't they're distracted because the church service be good. I there there are church services that are just so good you're not even worried about who walked through the door. You know. But like I said, if you're all on one accord and God is in the building, then he'll keep you. God gotta keep us. God will keep you. Amen. But I am a believer in that. I am a believer that every religious establishment should have some form of security. Because we're, like I said, we're living in a day and age where 
everyone is, you know, they don't care no more. So we have to learn how to protect ourselves. We have to be able to, you know, if something goes down, we need to know how to defuse it. And like I said, it goes back to we all have pasts. We all have a past. Everyone in the church has a past. The preacher has a past. Everyone has. Everyone comes from somewhere. So why not have a security system set up to where if anything should go down, we know how to take care of it. Amen. That's the best that I can put it. I don't want to use my ghetto ebonic terms because I can go there too. <laughs> but I just hope and pray that we as uh, a, a, you know, a race, well, I'm not saying a race because we're all connected together. Whether you're Spanish, whether you're African-American, get it together as far as having church security, having someone designated to take care of the situations. And they're certified. Get go guard card, gun light, you know, firearms, brand, all that good, good stuff. It comes along with it, and it comes in handy, and it look and it looks good. And we're not telling you to put on a security shirt. We're not telling you to put on a security back, a uh, security jacket or a shirt. But at least have a something that says, you know, okay, mm-hmm, yeah, there's security. But at the same time, you have to be careful of that because, you know, you don't want to, you know. If you're a real one, then you you go after the first target, and that's you know that's the target. You know, the person with the security on, God for you know. But <clears throat> in all sense, I think that every religious establishment should, by all means, have church security. If you believe so, hit me up, email me, let me know your thoughts on the real Ephraim. Pastor Cervante Ephraim Podcast. We'll be right back with the final segment. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim. I just want to let you know about things that are going on right now with me and with the podcast and with just everything. I do have a YouTube live stream that I am going to be doing next week. I don't know what day yet, so you have to go and subscribe <laughs> to the podcast, to the live stream, and see what day. All right? <laughs> I don't have a certain day. So you have to go over to YouTube, type in my name, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, and you will catch up and you will see the live stream. I will be, I've been doing podcasting now I've, I've done over a lot of episodes right now so i want to go over and do some live streams i know people want to know um what's going on with the live streams because it's on the flyer so just to let you know i will be doing live streams i will be doing a series of videos about everything if you go over there right now you'll see that i've uploaded some videos already so <laughs> Don't be a stranger over to the uh, YouTube. Just go over there and type in my name, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, and I'm going to come right up. You're going to see the little pillars, and you're going to see the little church pillar, and there you go right there. You're at my live stream YouTube page. That's going to be popping off next week. Also, I do have a I do have an email address. 
I do have a uh, uh, actual uh, what you call that website. It's pastorservanteephraim.com. All you have to do is go on Google and type in Pastor Cervante Ephraim, and everything about me is going to show up. Everything from the YouTube to the podcast, everything's going to show up. So there's no reason. I have t-shirts available also. I have a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> so you might want to check the website out. There's uh, a lot of special things that's going to be happening soon. All glory be to God. So I just, like I said, I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just happy and ecstatic about the things that God has given me. It's something to see your visions come to life. I'm telling you, that's the best feeling in the world to see the things that you thought of, the things that you put down on paper come to life. The Bible says, yes, I got to put the Bible in it because that's where whom all blessings flow. Amen. Write the vision and make it plain. So it's a blessing to see everything that I wrote down on paper come to life. And that's, I mean, that's crazy to me. So I thank you again for subscribing to the YouTube channel in advance. I thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. You, you reason why you subscribe because you're here. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to just uh, doing what I have to do, you know, and I thank God for it. You know, I just I came from a long way. Um, so I keep using I keep saying, um, pray for me, please pray for me. So <laughs> anywho, anywho, go over and check out the live stream, YouTube, become a subscriber. Every time a video pops up, every time a video is made, you're gonna get the notification. Every time you subscribe, you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, Anchor, it's going to show up. You're going to every time a new episode pops up, it's going to hit the alert on your phone. Even we even got the I, the Apple, the Apple Pie, Apple Podcast. <laughs> so, like I said, just go ahead and do that. To God be the glory. I thank you again for being just being a, a listener. Just if you listen one time, so a lot of good things are coming. A lot of good things in store. Uh, God has given me a lot of dreams, and He's giving me some visions, and they're stump and they're coming. They're coming true, and I'm just so blessed. Amen. And I want people to be blessed too. Amen. I do have a cash app. Yes, I do have a cash app. It has cash tag Pastor Ephraim. I believe that's it. Uh, you can go on the website and you'll see it. You can just hit on, you go to the contact, the contact, uh, not the contact, but the um, the gallery uh, page, and you'll see a little cash signal, and that'll take you right to my cash app. So go over there, get you a shirt. I got some new shirts coming out. I got some new shirts there too. Amen. I'm just, like I said, I'm so blessed because you don't know the feeling to see your visions come your visions, the thing you just thought of, I can't keep saying that because it's it's wowing me. The things come to pass. Amen. I and I'm so blessed and so honored. Amen. So continue to keep God first here at the real Ephraim Podcast. The real Ephraim Pastor Ephraim Cervante Podcast. Amen. Where we deal with real people with real situations, but we serve in a real God. Have a blessed evening.
Praise the Lord, everybody. Last but not least, let's talk about this one right here. This is the one question that is just ailing the community of churchgoers. I mean, from the Midwest to the to the to the South, back to the to the North, to the West Coast, and to the East Coast. Should a pastor carry a pistol? <laughs> Should a cat should a pastor be able to carry a pistol? Now, if you check your local your local news and you see the news, you see that everyone has a view and an opinion on this. Should a should a pastor be able to carry a pistol during church service? Now, my opinion, you may have a, a different opinion, but my opinion is this, and this is coming from someone, this is coming from a real pastor this is coming from someone that's in the clergy this is this coming from leadership now my opinion is this i believe that yes a pastor should carry a pistol and you say oh why why because this is this is my opinion i'm quite sure everyone has an opinion i'm quite sure everyone has different would think different i think the, i think that a pastor should carry a pistol because like I said, you never know. And in order for a person to be able to protect themselves or in in some cases they want to protect their flock, then they should be able to carry a pistol. You know, there should be a law or there should be a man, you know. I mean, if you have a CCW, then okay. If you have a, a open, you know, open carry, then that's even better. But I believe that a pastor should not just a lot, you know, think he's Clint Eastwood, but I believe that, you know, at some point in time, he should. And I can get a lot, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm getting a lot of flack, but you know what? That's just how I feel about it. And I think that, you know, we should be more like, uh, wow, we should be more open to that. Amen. We should be more open to what happened. I mean, what's going on around us, you know, and especially in the church, in the church, there's, there's a lot going on and people are getting saved, delivered, healed and set free. Yes. But you also got people that out there that are out for vengeance. They, they you know, they want to make a name for themselves. So they figure, Hey, let me go ahead and, <laughs> you know, do something crazy, right? But in all sense, I just pray that if you carry a pistol, if you're a fire, if you're a firearm toting preacher, in all sense, I pray that you go through the necessary precautions and you have the necessary precautions and you go through the necessary things not to carry. You have the licenses to carry. Because, like I said, you never know. And you want to protect your flock. You want to protect yourself, your family. You want to uh, just, you know, you want to be more vigilant and be open to what's going on around you. Amen. So, that's my take on it. <laughs> it may sound crazy, but, like I said, it's, it's what's going on right now. And... There are other ways, you know, we, we don't have to 
Preachers don't have to necessarily carry a pistol to defuse a situation. The Bible says love and kindness. So you can just, you know, if you see someone or you see someone that's that that's 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 doing that, if, if you with with the power of God, you know, you can defuse that situation. But if that's your last resort, then by all means, you have to defend yourself. And you know, it may sound crazy. It may sound just like, wow, I can't believe you said that. But I mean, it's true. And like I said, everyone has a past. And we have to use different measures in order to defuse the situation. So you may not like pistols. You may not like the right to carry arms. You may not even like the Second Amendment. But you have a way of diffusing, like I said, diffusing situations. So with that being said, I just pray we're all helped. We're all helped. Amen. You say, oh my God, he's a he's a he's a pistol carrying a pistol carrying pastor. <laughs> in some counties, in some states, it's legal. But not in the state of California. Amen. I believe if that happened in California, then oh my God. <laughs> but in some counties and some states the, the the preacher he has a pistol on his hip and he can read Psalms 23 with no problem <laughs> so with that being said I pray you all okay I hope everything's good let's close out in a word of prayer Father God in the name of Jesus God I thank you and I praise you for this time amen I pray that we all were helped Amen. And I pray that we will be more open and be more transparent in our congregations and with we be more transparent with our loved ones and we'll be able to express to them and talk to them and help, you know, they be able to help us as we help them. And God, I just pray that you would give us an open eye, give us wisdom and knowledge and strength on how to do and what to do in a situation. We give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. God, you said if we pray and seek your face, God, if we, if we pray and ask you, you give it to us. And God, we asking for wisdom. Hallelujah. We asking you for wisdom on how to do and what to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, thank you so much. This is the real Ephraim, Pastor Savante Ephraim, signing out where we deal with real people. In real situations and we also serve a real God thank you again for listening have a blessed evening hello everyone I pray that you were blessed by today's episode I pray that it helped you spiritually I pray that it helped you in your daily life now do not forget to subscribe so every time a new episode is made you get the notification and also, if you would like to sow a seed, you can go to my cash app, Pastor Ephraim, or go to my website, PastorCervanteEphraim.com. Again, thank you again for listening to The Real Ephraim, Pastor Cervante Ephraim, where we deal with real situations, with real people, and we serve a living God. Have a blessed evening.